to the Gore Girls Podcast. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to Gore Girls. I am Lorelai. I'm Grace. I'm Elaine. I'm Kayla. And today we are talking about motherfucking hereditary. Woohoo! Elaine! <laughs> yes! This is Elaine's little special movie of the month. It's our yes. first episode to our Mommy Dearest season when we're just talking about fucked up mamas and all that. The lovely shit that it brings to horror. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Mommy issues. Yeah. Elaine. If it's not one thing, it's your mother. Oh. <laughs> Didn't. Yeah. Elaine, why did you choose this movie? I chose this movie because moms. Okay. And also because it's my one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Nice. Awesome. And it really scares me. Love Heck it. yeah. Cool. I can't wait to talk about it. Me too. I am quite a fan of this movie. Ooh. Ooh. It's the second time I had watched it with you, Elaine. Because there are so many things you miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Big time. Wow. Yeah. Big time. I... I uh, have never seen this movie. Really? Oh, you haven't oh. seen it before? <gasps> oh, everyone tilted their head the exact <laughs> same way. <laughs> oh. That's so exciting. Yeah. I can't oh, wait to hear what you thought about it. I hope you liked it. Max and I saw this movie in theaters. Me too. And oh. I actually cried when I left the theater after I saw this movie the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I was it's intense. very scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have a lovely pun for us? Oh, yes. I do. And I would like to apologize in advance. Uh, <laughs> this is the only pun that comes up when I Google hereditary puns. Perfect. Um, did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your genes. Uh, that's just snap. That's just foul. Disgusting. That's quite, that's quite the visual. I know. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> Gross. All right. Well, shall we just jump into yes. this wild ass movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Shall yes, we do please. it? Yep. All right. And now I will let you take over the reins, Elaine. Thank you. After suffering a terrible family tragedy, Annie begins to discover the terrifying secrets of her family's ancestry. She must now outrun the sinister fate she has inherited before it is too late. Dun dun dun. (laughs) Okay, the film opens up with an obituary for Ellen Lee. We then see a treehouse, and the camera pans over to a room full of miniature rooms. We zoom into one of the miniatures, and suddenly we are inside the Graham house. The father, Steve, wakes up his son, Peter, and then goes to find his daughter, Charlie, sleeping in the treehouse. At the funeral, Annie gives a eulogy for her deceased mother, Ellen, and Charlie draws a picture of her. After the casket viewing, Charlie eats a chocolate bar and observes a woman rubbing something on the lips of Ellen's corpse. (sighs) The obituary is so tiny. It is kind of small. I had to pause it. And I was I like, was like oh, is this necessary? Do I need it to is. know this information? <laughs> it is kind of small. <laughs> yeah. I like that they that that's kind of the intro, though. You know? I liked it, too. 
it's mm-hmm. reminiscent of a lot of like older movies where it would have like the kind of like the summary of like mm-hmm. kind of what's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. in the fucking yes. movie like legend right. yeah. star wars but like it's just an yeah. obituary i don't yeah. know i liked it it's cool yeah and the score oh mm-hmm. i love the intro with those it just scares me. I was laughing at Lindsay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was looking at my computer. I didn't see her. <laughs> um, I love the intro with the like zoom in of her little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Doll the miniature. House. Yeah, miniature. Yeah, the miniature. Whatever. Yeah. Miniature exhibits. Miniature. I love miniature things. 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 Same. So much. Tiny. We things. just talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just the, said. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. So I was I'm like all about it in this movie. I'm like, look at like with, with the preschool, we can get into it, but I, yeah. I love it all so much. <laughs> it's cool. Well, I love that they use it to be transitionary for scenes like that. And it's just fucking cool. The cinematography mean- in this movie is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It really is. This movie, I truly believe to be a masterpiece in it's a, it's a pretty every way. Movie. It really yeah. is. And you know, like you said, the things that you miss on the first viewing mm-hmm. is just wild. And mm-hmm. I have so many things to share <laughs> that you may have missed upon a first watch. So yeah, really excited. Yeah, yeah. I love that treehouse too. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Growing up, I always wanted a treehouse. Me too. So jelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the The dog in this movie is the same kind of dog that we have. Oh, Bodie! It's oh, a little miniature Bodie. Australian Shepherd. It is. Yeah. How nice. <laughs> a little Wiggles butt. Um, mm-hmm. back to the treehouse though. I did have a note like the treehouse and how it sits in the trees. Like it's a very weird mm-hmm. treehouse. Yes. Not yeah. typical, but it's mm-hmm. fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Also, their house is just fucking. Oh my god! Nuts. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Beautiful house. It's the architecture, the craftsmanship inside like shit. oh my god i like that it looks like some shit you would see in like fucking aspen yes yeah speaking of aspens i love the location like oh, yeah. outside it's beautiful all the aspen yeah. trees Gorgeous. and just like holy shit i want to fucking live there yeah. where is this movie filmed utah Mm, the wrong Which, side of the mountains right i was mm. like that has to be the fucking rocky mountains mm-hmm. like that's definitely so i was kind of hoping it was colorado but yeah yeah alas uh, we forgive them. I guess. Well, well, I guess we do. <laughs> I love that Utah. the funeral kind of seems like a chore. Like the mm. relationship between the family and this person is so established mm. really quickly. I had a similar note though. I love that they take the point of view of a funeral with an estranged family member rather than someone near and dear to their mm-hmm. hearts that they're close with whatever. Because you see that all the time. But it's very disturbing and it's a weird, unique kind of grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of awkward. It's, yeah, it just, the tone it establishes is nuts. And you don't see that often in movies. No, so I like no. that they did that. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. Because even like man. Annie's eulogy is just like, this is a eulogy for your mother. Um, The creepy dude smiling at Charlie when she's. Oh, what's being- that? <gasps> eek because he already knew he already knew what was gonna happen i just got chills do you think he's the same one that's in the doorway later wait there is the same person is it the same one yeah wait same person what oh you didn't notice him you know at the end 
when the guy is standing naked in the doorway, it's the same person. It's the same dude from the funeral. I didn't know that. Zach and I watched this together, like, shortly after it came out, not in theaters. Mm -hmm. He apparently must have, like, blocked it out because he didn't remember any of it. So when we were watching it, there were things that I remembered that I didn't notice in the first one necessarily. And so, Mm -hmm. like, I pointed out a lot of shit and he was was not here for it. It's it was so unsettling. Oh, I didn't realize that. And that's, oh, my tummy hurts. Yeah, uh-huh. my tummy hurts. That's one of the things that I like about this movie yeah. is that it is so subtle. It's so unsettling. then, can you explain why someone yeah. touches their lips? Yeah, yep. what is yeah, that? Yeah, I sure can. I was going to say, what is that? Tell me right I now. Sure then. Will I sure will explain that. Are you, okay, are you sure will explain it now then? Uh, it makes a little bit more sense later, but I, I promise oh, I will. Okay. This is seriously, I I could watch this movie every day for the rest of my life, and I feel like I would find something new every time. Yeah, yeah I believe that. Probably. It's so fun. Yeah. <sighs> and Oof. the foreshadowing with the nuts. With the nuts, the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That yep. I didn't catch till the second time, too. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the first time you're watching, you don't know. Yeah, whatever. She's allergic happen. to nuts. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. And then <gasps> you forget. That is one thing I appreciate in this movie, too. Everything has a fucking purpose. It's not like in fucking 30 Days a Night where he just has asthma and it doesn't do anything for the fucking plot. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just it. everything has a purpose for the plot and it makes sense and I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. This is so fun for me. (laughs) I love this movie. When the family arrives back at their home, Annie begins to work on her small world miniature art exhibit and Steve checks in with her and Peter. Annie says goodnight to Charlie and she encourages her to speak about how she's feeling. When Annie kisses her goodnight, she notices the word satiny scratched into the wall behind Charlie's bed. Annie goes into her workshop and rummages through some of her mom's things. She finds a note from her mother apologizing for the things to come that says they will all pay off in the end. Frustrated, she puts the things away and leaves the room, but sees an apparition of her mother when she turns off the light. She flips around one of her miniatures depicting her mother and meets Steve in bed. So, my first note for this whole scene, it's a little fucking morbid that she has miniatures of her mom in the hospital. I'm like, what? Oh, I, yeah, yes. It's wild. Uh, yeah, that and the, the, I don't know if it's later... But the breastfeeding one? Yes. Yeah. yes. That's this All one. Of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All of it's them are morbid. crazy. But it's cool. I like that it gives us just more insight into Annie and mm-hmm. her weird, fucked up relationship with her mom. And, and I'm I like, think I guess she uses okay. it for like some release. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like, it's like mm-hmm. therapy a little bit. It's yeah. just kind of like cathartic. Mm-hmm. It's her artistic process of dealing with the weird fucking shit that she's been through in her life like it's right just, yeah i put even the inside of this house is amazing because when they're right? getting there in the foyer mm-hmm. oh, the foyer? Foyer. <laughs> that's beautiful did you guys uh hear the footsteps no no there are footsteps in the house before the family re-enters the oh home. i just got chills need to watch it again yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch it now for the fifth time. Mm-hmm. Solely that for that reason. Well, Charlotte yeah. hasn't seen it yet, and so I want to. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. It's scary. It is. Um, they do a lot of showing and not telling. Yes, yes. In this movie, 
what I love about this Again, movie. Yep, mm-hmm, love it. Mm-hmm, so yeah. fucking here for it. It's if it's like that's the one thing a movie can do for me, mm-hmm. we're good. Yep, um, yep, yeah. The conversation that she has with Charlie mm. when she asks like who's going to take care of her, who's going to take care? Yeah, when Annie dies, is crazy. Yeah, sad. Uh, it is sad, and it's it's a very relatable feeling when you're mm-hmm. a kid. It's like what happens if I if my mom dies like who is gonna right you know Mm -hmm. i was like that was such a fucking real fear of mine when i was little because i've always been super attached to my mom well and what's interesting to me too is we especially the first time you're watching this and we think about ourselves and like maybe we relate to whatever and we think of her as a little girl worrying about who's Mm going to take care of me as the mom as the mom whatever but it's she's mm-hmm. she's not a right. little girl. Mm-mm. So right. it's who's gonna up. take care of Yeah. And I remember I didn't wait I what? didn't know that Charlie's yeah. not Charlie. No. She Did never you get that. Man. No. So Charlie Have is... you ever met me? I watch movies at fucking face value, man. <laughs> I didn't get it until the second time I watched it, and only really because Elaine explained it to me, and then I was like Fuck. What? So Charlie is Pyman. Pyman. Who the fuck is that? The Pyman. The demon. The oh, demon oh. at the end. So, well, yeah. When Charlie was born, that's when she and Annie kind of rekindled their relationship. And when her first was born, Peter, Annie was like, no, you can't be anywhere near my son. Mm-hmm. And so when she got a hold of Charlie, she was able to put the demon inside Charlie with but, the ritual, like mm-hmm. the plan. But Payman, as we learn a little bit later in the book, needs a male host. Mm-hmm. So that's why they had to do the, do the yeah, That's why they of the demon. I'm going to be real honest. This makes me not like the movie. Oh, no. No, oh, it's actually no. genius because that's genius. everything, everything that happens in this movie with Charlie dying, uh-huh. all that, uh-huh. all the shit was, was planned. planned. By this they whole group. orchestrated the, this whole group at the end orchestrated all of that shit to happen so that so Peter that could have the uh, male could host be the demon because the demon wanted a male host not a female host oh, does that make yeah. sense <laughs> we just burst straight bubble apparently. you don't like it no I thought she was fucked up or something and then the weird the, well I mean she is yeah but she's also the a most demon. fucked up. And so that's why she's then worried after the grandma dies, she's starting to worry like, well, shit, who's going to continue to take care of me? It's like some fucking M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. But like bit better. better because it's more you don't even realize what's happening until it's happened. Mm-hmm. And before you before we said any of this, did you think it was spooky? Yeah, I liked it before. I didn't like all the stupid ghost shit towards the end. I'll sure. tell you when we get there. But sure. now but it but makes me, I don't know. Exactly. But without even learning all that stuff, it's still like so fucking scary. So whether yeah. or not you like pick yeah. up on it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 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 It's still unnerving to watch for yeah. sure. Right. For sure. Yeah. To move on a little bit though. <laughs> if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've been here a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, when she's in her art miniature room oh uh uh-huh and she turns the light off Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. it it bothers me because 
there's no score no right yeah Mm -hmm. because usually we rely on score for like jump scares or like that's when you know the killer you know what i mean like we talked about this Mm -hmm. just fucking dead silence and at first you don't even really notice her Mm -hmm. not at first i didn't see her the first time oh really oh no and i saw zach didn't notice her and that's at what first, it, and I was like, "Do you see? Uh-huh. Do you see Grandma?" And he was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Every time, I know. yeah. I like how you can hear the light switch and it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oof. And then also, great. favorite thing, favorite thing, probably of the whole entire movie, she addressed it. As every other fucking movie, they just mm-hmm. like ignore that they saw a ghost mm-hmm. she's like oh i just scared myself in the office but even yeah. then she didn't really tell him what the fuck happened we don't know because it just goes to the next day you know i, I hate that shit him. but at least she there was it was an address you yeah. know like at least right. address to us as the audience yes because like, no other movie it. at least that we've covered has done that mm-hmm. they just like right. see weird blood and they ignore it they and see like, a oh, fucking yeah. ghost and yeah. they ignore you know yeah. like totally well, that's also what I like too. It's one of the reasons why I like the first season of um, The Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is shit's just chilling there, there, being creepy, mm-hmm. and you don't notice it half the time. And I feel like that's how shit actually is with right. spirits and whatever, whether you believe in it or not. If if they are real, which I feel like to some extent they are, they're just they're just there wherever they are. Yeah notice them you notice them and if you don't you probably aren't and they're still just there watching you and it's fucking okay creepy. all right well that's enough <laughs> i am home alone <laughs> okay i actually have every light in my apartment on right now because i, I oh my gosh scared I, funny. This movie. I believe it oh oh yeah what does uh satiny or satiny mean oh, oh yeah i oh. wrote down each of the things that we uh-huh. see scribbled on the walls and i was like what the fuck are these so later, when uh, Joan arrives at Peter's school and she's like expelling him from his body, those are the words that she uses. Got it. And so is it just like Latin or something? I'm not sure. I think it's. I googled it. Up. Nothing. Yeah, I think it's made up. Made up. So are they written on the walls to? It might just be part of their ritual because you know they get in the house and they draw to the kind of get the... the shit going. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think it's interesting that Annie sees it on the wall, and she's not like, "Hey, Charlie, what's that?" Yeah, she just kind of, she just kind of looks at it. Like if Aiden had some weird shit her... drawn on his walls, I'd be like, "Aiden, what the fuck is this shit?" And then she yeah. puts it in her little thing in the little room too. Yeah, oh. she makes it oh. in her room. Mm-hmm. So like, she totally is aware of it. Yeah, then doesn't that's even acknowledge, like that's bring it up or anything. It's so weird. Um, are you guys ready to move on? So now Charlie is at school fiddling with a toy she's building when a bird crashes into the classroom window. In Peter's classroom, they are discussing the story of Heracles while he checks out the girl in front of him. The bell rings and we see Charlie outside. She finds the bird that hit the window, cuts off its head, and sticks it in her pocket. She sees a woman across the street waving at her. Back at the house, Annie notices that the door to her mother's bedroom has been opened and there is a symbol drawn on the floor. She asks Steve to lock the room. The family receives a call from the cemetery, and Steve is told that Ellen's grave has been desecrated. Annie tells Steve that she's going to see a movie. So, even though we see the bird coming, uh-huh. it gets me every time. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and so, like, Charlie killed the bird, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, why? Well, well I don't know if she 
instructed the bird to hit the window. Mm. But, oh, you guys, there's just so much. So later in the book of spirituality with the picture of Payman, mm-hmm. he has three heads dangling from his person. Right. I think he just likes to collect heads. He's a head dude. And later Gross. there's like head. Aren't they all? Oh, my God. But since she is the demon. Yeah. She is Payman. That's why. She's right. obsessed with head. She's obsessed with the head. Yeah. It's getting creepy. Getting heads. When she just starts cutting. Oh, and the sound. Away at the neck. And, yep, the sound. I'm like, oh, God. She's really fucking hacking at that thing. Ugh. Oh. Um, so when Peter is at school and he's looking at that girl, ass Ronald, I was like, can you even, like, see someone's butt like that? And he was like, no. Everyone's like, butt looks back. the fucking same. Everyone looks the same when you're sitting down. I know. Yeah. yeah. But he's just, like, if anything, like, if you know clothes were off it'd be like the tip of the crack and it's like right it's It's not like an attractive what's that doing for (laughs) you horny teenage boys yeah did you guys pay attention to the conversation they were having at all in class yes actually i had a note about this sorry Mm -hmm. i got really excited that's okay it is exciting oh my god because when i was watching it the teacher's talking about like like fate right Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, that's like Miss Lori Strode when she's sitting in her fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. class mm-hmm. and she's, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, it's totally, that's what they were doing, right? Yes, 100%. Okay. That's what they that were doing. That was purposeful. Okay. Yeah, 100%. That they're all pawns in this horrible, hopeless machine. Yeah, yes. Yep. And with them, especially with the shot in the beginning of them zooming in, it's kind of like a dollhouse, right? So they're the people in the dollhouse. Someone else is controlling everything that's happening to them. Little puppet master action. Yep. <sighs> that fucking girl, though, is a little bitch. I'm, she's a little bitch. She's rude. And she's I, so rude. Why does she turn and look at him like that? She just, like, stares at him. Like, yeah, you stupid idiot. Like, you weren't paying attention. It's just, I don't know. Like, what was... It's annoying. And then later on, I have a, I have thoughts about her, too. Yeah. And then the fucking, the woman just standing there. Nope. And she's no. just doing her creepy little wave. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, something. Same is woman not right who here. rubbed stuff on Ellen's lips at the funeral. Oh, I didn't know it was the same one. Oh, oh my God. Mm-hmm. This movie, you guys. I did not connect that they were all the same. Like, obviously, I knew that they were all in on it, but I didn't realize that that many people were, like, in Mm -hmm. repeated scenes. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Wow. Yep. There's another big one later that I'm really excited. Nay, nay. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear it. Oh, my gosh. My palms are sweating. I'm so excited. (laughs) Arms are heavy. What is with... I'm just going to ignore it. What is with the triangle in the mother's room? The Illuminati? I don't know, but I was like, that's me with my weird witchy symbols all over Same. the place. Honestly. But yeah, it could triangle? be like, yeah, like when you well, cast a circle or mm-hmm. some sort of like protection type thing. Later on Joan's table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She has the same one. Triangle, so I think it's just part of the ritual. Yeah. yeah. The Illuminati. Right? I like that her husband just goes along with everything. She's like, I know. Okay. He. He's has the patience man. of a saint. Yep. Truly. I actually, I really love Gabriel Bird, the actor. I think mm-hmm. he's awesome. He mm-hmm. is. And yeah, he just, this poor dude. And he just like, he doesn't tell her about when the 
funeral home calls. He like, mm-hmm. cause her mom's door is unlocked. He just goes and locks it. Like he's just like, okay. And he lets her sleep yeah. in the tree house. Like, I think he's trying to be like there. The supportive. Yeah, him. Right. Supportive, like taking care of shit so that she doesn't have to worry about more. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, could you people fucking communicate? Yeah. Oh, have man. a real fucking conversation about fucking anything. Anything. Like, I mean, the the desecration of the grave should have yeah, that's wild. Talked about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I, I realize his intentions are probably good, but at the same time, like they're they hinder their relationship. Like they can't. Like no fucking. Obviously, they're going to have issues, and it's just mm-hmm. going to keep getting worse for them because they don't discuss anything. Right? Yeah. See, I, the, talking about the desecration is fine for me because maybe he's trying to figure out, he wants to talk to them, go there, figure it out, right. then tell her, especially because they're, she's already stressed. She doesn't have a great relationship mm-hmm. with her. Like, I would want to know, okay, look, this happened yesterday. Talk to them. This is happening. You know, whatever. This is what we're going to do to fix it. Yes, so there's exactly. like a whole solution. And exactly. I guess he probably had to talk about like insurance and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. 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 Well, and even when she leaves and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna go see a movie. I'm like, Yeah, that you can't tell your husband that you're going to like a support group. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand that though. But yeah. Why lie about it? Right. Like he knows. I get that it comes through a lot later. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Again, could have avoided some shit. Right. You've been honest. Everyone just Honestly, needs to talk to each policy. other. Yeah. yeah. Communicate. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I think, I think that's all I have. Instead of seeing a movie, Annie is actually attending a grief group therapy session. She speaks about her relationship with her mother and her family. She says that she feels blamed and responsible for all of the stress and pressure on her family. At the house again, Peter loads a bowl and hears about a party happening the next night. Someone is watching him from outside. We see their breath when Peter smokes out the window. The next day, Charlie is working on her toys when a light flashes through her room and toward her window. She follows the light outside and walks on a path of fresh footprints. Peter asks Annie if he can borrow a car to go to the party, and Annie tells him that he needs to invite Charlie too. Charlie finds a woman sitting around a circle of fire when Annie comes to bring her inside. And against Charlie and Peter's wishes, Annie instructs Charlie that she will be going to the party with her brother. Um, when she gets to therapy, obviously, like, she's kind of and whatever. I like when she finally sits in the circle and it's super panned out. And then the second she says, hi, I'm Annie, then it slowly mm-hmm. starts to zoom in on her. The camera does. And it's so fucking cool again the cinematography yes. how they like everything has purpose mm-hmm. and it's also nuanced and it's beautifully done and i i love that part in the scene it's great yeah mm-hmm. did you guys see joan in the circle no no <sighs> fucking joan she's in the goddamn this circle bitch. she's in the circle and as soon as the leader is like would anybody like to share anybody new joan looks at her Oh. I was looking for her in the second time I saw it and I didn't even see her. Oh, fucking Joan. Yep, fucking Joan. Anne Dowd is a fantastic. Oh my god, I actress. love her. I love her. Me so too. Much. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Oh shit. I want to watch this again tonight just so I can pick up on <laughs> all those people. 
Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was even more around the circle, and she just blends right in. She's on the right. Shit. Okay. Of the screen or of the screen. Okay. Like our stage right. left. Stage left. Stage left. Yes. Uh, Tony Collette, and we've talked about this before, but holy oh, shit! Like she is just such a good actress and amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! When she's talking she's about just her very life, real, yeah, and believable. Like right, like the way that she's talking about her mom is just like it sounds like something someone would say about mm-hmm. a, an estranged parent. Like it just, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And her kind of like word vomit of it all. It's like you say one thing, but then you have to explain the next thing and it all like, Mm -hmm. it just like trickles out and it's all just fucked up. And I feel like that's how people speak when they're venting. Her delivery is so fucking accurate. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not overly acted. No, it's it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I, the whole discussion of what happened to her family before and all of their illnesses mm-hmm. hereditary that shit is passed down and not mm-hmm. only like the illnesses but the grief and trauma from it all guilt mm-hmm. and yep guilt, uh-huh. all of yep. that and her brother who accused their mom of trying to put people inside him <gasps> oh my god yep. oh my god <laughs> and it's interesting actually when she was talking about like how he was schizophrenic and how her mom had did i was like i don't know that any of that is actually the case yep oh shit right they were just all in a fucking cult and her brother knew and was like this he's like i'm piecing out of here before this bitch gets to me oh my fucking god Mm -hmm. How's that for some generational trauma? This is so much fun for me to see you guys, like, experience this. <laughs> the amount of joy on your face. <laughs> it's, it's like, I I just love this movie so I, much. Because I always, I obviously, like, I got, like, you know, oh, hereditary, the mental illness. And I knew, like, oh, she has, like, DID. Like, okay, yeah, like, that makes sense. And it's really happening here. But for whatever reason, I still didn't connect it with the brother. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. fucking bitch right psycho bitch why are you fuck? doing that don't be putting what doing don't be putting demons and because it will all pay off in the end will it bitch are you sure about that huh um I, I left i had a note here too after she's done you know talking it's like you don't need a support group you need a therapist you need yeah. actual therapy yeah like really bad yeah i <laughs> think like because obviously she doesn't get that some fucking culty ritual has been happening behind her eyes right. the entire her entire life. So like yeah. I just can't even imagine living through all of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, all of that she without a fucking help. demonic cult is right. traumatizing enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm just like, I just didn't realize any of this shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how how to feel. <laughs> I think you need to watch it again. Yeah. Because I was so because yeah. that is because I understand that hereditariness of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the fucking guilt, the all that shit. So then now that there's like a fucking 
devil layer to it. Yeah. Well, even before, because Tony Collette, Annie, didn't know. And so even, mm-hmm. like, with her relationship with her son, mm. her relationship with her mom transferred into that. And so, like, regardless of the demon shit, I think that that is totally still, like, a reasonable connection to have. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's and- what this movie is about. Mm-hmm regardless of the occult shit like yeah i think that's what he was going for is addressing like this familial trauma and Mm -hmm. the hereditary shit that is Mm -hmm. you know diarrhea yeah yeah because i think really Mm -hmm. uh, the occult aspect of it is only to serve as a metaphor for shipping out of your control you can't Mm -hmm. control it the shit that you See, it's I like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's really what that is serving mm-hmm. for the overall message of the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, much... I fucking hate ghost shit. Uh-huh. I no, I think it's much too. deeper than, than totally. all of that. So then yeah. it's like really that's why it's such a fucking good movie because for people that don't pick up on that shit or make that connection, it, it can be scary for them if they mm-hmm. are scared by that stuff. But then when you make that connection, it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still yeah. really fucked up and really mm-hmm. scares me. Yep. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, there's a lot of layers. Yeah. There are. It's good. Can it's we good name this episode? Bring me your dick. Why? Let's text. Let's go text Peter. Hey, come to the party. Bring oh. your dick. Bring your dick. <laughs> Hereditary. Bring your dick. I was thinking we could call it like the onion episode. The like, onion movie. Like an onion. It is an onion. Or an ogre. I never seen like any. Thanks. No, Everybody likes no, I don't. no, thanks. I don't want no parfait. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, can... I love bring your dick. So yeah, bring your dick. <laughs> okay. Bring your dick. It's it's an onion. Um. Mm-hmm. Also, the how you said that there's someone watching Peter because of their breath. I saw the breath, and I guess I assumed that was Charlie, but oh. it it might not fucking be Charlie. I don't. It's Charlie. I don't think it's Charlie, I but I thought it was Charlie knows? in the treehouse because she's always oh. in her treehouse. Oh. But I mean, it it might not it necessarily be Charlie. I it love could've... that we don't know. Yeah. See, this is another part to me where I'm thinking I was stoned because <laughs> the first time I saw this, I legit thought that was just more of his breath. Oh my god! And so it wasn't until the second time I saw it, I was like, oh no, that breath is not his breath. Yeah, so there's That's a, someone else's breath. A pause. Yeah. Eek. Yeah. You you were you for sure. It. I think I was. You were for sure. Smoking the reefer. I always thought that the aspect of the light was kind of cheesy. Oh, like the glare that Mm -hmm. like follows them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it totally leads the characters to exactly where they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. every time. And yeah, Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. And you know how I am with that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um... It's just like a little something. It yeah. reminded me of Poltergeist a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. In a way. I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Oh, so good. And it's not like overtly like like something exactly like yeah. Poltergeist. Uh-huh. It just has like a similar kind of vibe. Vibes well, the creatures it. that come out of the TV. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I had a, a note. If we can, can move on. If you guys no. Are oh my gosh, yeah. No. Um, when Charlie's outside and she sees 
fucking woman and whatever the fuck that's about. Yeah. Um, how is it that like nobody ever knows where Charlie is or like what's going on with her? Right. I know. I'm like, what? And then when Annie goes to get her, like she she doesn't see any of this shit. Yeah, like, she didn't see the woman with the fire. fire? With the fire? Uh-huh. Like, she was on just, her like, property? too focused on getting Charlie inside. Like, yeah, how did I'm you... Like, I just thought it was, like, a, some ghost shit. No, I think it was another occulty member. Yeah, I think it, I think it was actually there. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm just like, why is no one paying more attention to Charlie? Everyone else is so concerned kind of with their own shit they have going on in their heads that they're just, like, absent. Mm-hmm. very well, absent annie is feeling so much pressure about her miniature show she mm-hmm. keeps seeing the due date stuff all over the mm-hmm. place and um i love the interaction between annie and peter when he asks to borrow the car mm-hmm. yeah such a so very tense. authentic communication between a mom and son who are so disconnected mm-hmm. absolutely Mom, I just feel, oh, God, I feel fucking bad for Peter, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand Annie has her own shit, whatever. But I'm like, bitch, he's just asking to borrow the fucking car. He didn't say it any kind of way. He said it very meek, if anything, because he's so fucking scared of you. Mm-hmm. And you can't just be, like, warm at all. Like, she's just mm-hmm. so fucking cold and has so much disdain in her voice when she speaks to him over something so little like it's look just, on her face too. The look. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I just feel it so looks bad for to him. Kill. Yeah, truly. It's and also mm-hmm. like, what was she thinking? Why would Charlie enjoy oh. that? And Charlie yeah. said she didn't want to go. Why would she enjoy that at all? Mm-hmm. I wonder if like maybe it stems from like her own insecurity of her own daughter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she knows that her daughter is different. Has issues, and she mm-hmm. is different. And so she wants to try to make her normal, make her normal and make her do these things for it because she's so bitter about it herself. Maybe, you know what I mean? Guilt, the guilt. Yeah. And so she does this, even though she fucking shouldn't have Charlie. She shouldn't have. No. Yeah. She shouldn't have. She should not have. And And she, sorry, go ahead. You can go. No, please. Let me adjust. Hang on. Okay. It's not really. I just was going to say when she goes, because she doesn't have any shoes on when she's outside. Yeah. No what shoes. Are our fucking rules? No shoes. No what shoes. What the, the fuck, rules? people? What do we always say? <laughs> yeah. People Kayla. No yeah. <laughs> I know. With no SPF. <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> what were you going to say, Elaine? Uh, I was just going to say Annie must feel so fucking guilty. Yeah. After everything yeah. that happens. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you could go on. I don't know. I mean, she already had an uh, insane guilt from everything else. And, and then, then to I'm add this. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes. yes. I'm not. Let's do it. Let's rip, do it. Rip her off like a band-aid. Mm-hmm. Peter and Charlie are driving to the party. When they arrive, Peter leaves to blow some trees and tells Charlie to hang by herself and have some of the cake they're handing out. Turns out the cake contained nuts, which Charlie is allergic to. She finds Peter. She is wheezing and tells him that her throat is getting bigger. Peter rushes her into the car and attempts to speed to the hospital. Charlie is struggling to breathe in the back seat. She rolls down the window and sticks her head out. Peter sees an animal on the road, swerves, and Charlie hits her head on the telephone pole, decapitating her. 
Peter stops the car, clearly in shock. He slows his breathing and continues his drive home. In the morning, Annie wakes up to find Charlie's body in her car. We get a shot of Charlie's head on the ground, covered in ants. Annie and Steve are together in the bedroom. Annie is completely demolished over the loss of her daughter. Peter is standing in the hallway, listening to her howl in pain. Her screams carry into the next shot, where we see Charlie's coffin being lowered into the ground. Eek. Did you guys notice how they focus on the light post? On the pole, yeah. Mm-hmm. As he drives past it, and it has the fucking symbol on it? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, Elaine showed that to me last, the second time I watched it, and mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. yep. Fucking fucked up. God. Yeah. This scene fucked me up. Oh, like, yeah. Mm. it's honestly mm-hmm. one of the only things i remembered about it from the first time i watched it right yeah because it's, it's just memorable so out of oh yeah it's fucking left field you're just like yeah that was literally shit. my reaction the first yeah. time watching i was just covering my face like jaw on the floor did that just fucking happen yeah. did that just fucking happen like <sighs> can i share something yes Please. yeah this is a safe space this is a safe space <laughs> In Georgia, John Kemper Hutcherson was driving drunk with his friend, and he went to go out the window to puke, and then he hit a telephone pole, was decapitated, didn't realize, and drove home and passed out. And then a neighbor found him in the car. Yep. Oh, my God. What happened to him? Was he tried, or? Yes, but... He was like they were best friends since like school, like you know they were older and they were best friends. And so his parents, like the victim's parents, said Mm -hmm. that he wanted a lighter sentence. Wow, horrible! I don't horrible. He got five years. He served five years because he it really wasn't like a. I think he was charged with vehicular manslaughter. Manslaughter. Mm -hmm. Because he really wasn't. It wasn't purpose. It wasn't on right. purpose. Obviously, yeah. It wasn't, you know what I mean? And I think that a lot of it had to do with the victim's parents oh my and family saying, God. like, they know that he has guilt and they know that. And so did Ari Aster, he learned, he, like, knew that story. Mm-hmm. And so did he it was like inspiration on that? Or did he? I think it was oh. just inspiration for the scene, yeah. for, like, how she died. Yeah. For, like, God. some sort of inspiration for the movie. You know what I mean? Okay. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's fucking horrible. I literally cannot even begin to pass. That happened in 2005, I I believe. Wow. Oh my God. Isn't that, yeah. Don't even have any words. I can't. Yeah. There's an article about it in the LA Times that I read. Wow. Before. So then knowing that and then seeing this was just so like. Yeah. The scene is already like. Holy shit. Knowing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about what leads up to it? Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh. For sure, yeah. We haven't discussed anything about. Oh yeah. Oh, I've been hoping... doing it. I was really oh, I hoping somebody knows why or what. I don't Do know, you know if it was just like it? a. I don't. Is it just like a, a like a nervous tick? Yeah, I was thinking maybe it was just like a tick thing, or. I think it's and it's to hear like. Later on, when she is gone, mm-hmm. right. so we, oh, she is no. there. Oh, yeah. that's Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Without uh, a ghost or without a right, because it's just it's very um, unique to her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. God, and I love that when they're driving, we can see how irritated. He's and so she clicks, and, and then he looks in the rear view. 
he feels yeah like mm -hmm. well because his mom is now putting all this shit on him he can't just be a normal passing kid on the guilt going on and doing his own shit and enjoying high school and doing all the typical things he's supposed to yep yeah oh god yeah <laughs> my note was quite the barbecue I know. Yeah, quite the barbecue. God. That girl is chopping those nuts. Oh my god! Like, why do they have so many nuts? It's so crazy. Nuts. What kind of um, cake is that? A nuts, nut cake. A nut cake. So I do appreciate, though, that this is a real high school party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's not a room of fucking people dancing. There's not another room with the weird goth kids. There's not. A, yeah. Which has a weird goth kids. So yeah. there's not another room with like the. EDM fucking ecstasy kids. Like, you know what no, I mean? they're it's all like, just being dumb. They're just hanging out, standing there. Yeah. Yeah. A normal fucking high school party. Yeah. Although, why do these children always have like the richest fucking I mean, parents? I mean, yeah, that's the most real extravagant use. ass houses. I'm like, uh uh, nobody's house is looking like that. No. I know. No. no. You're not in public school <laughs> with a house like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you're living in like fucking Aspen. Yeah, which their house which, looks. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that we get a shot of Annie putting away another, like, miniature thing. Putting her mom mm. in the doorway. Mm -hmm. Oh, my it's God. So creepy. So creepy. I think it's because she experienced that when her mom was still alive and living with them. Maybe but it's just, just like, like, watching over Annie and Steve when they were sleeping. Ooh, ew. I cannot. Uh, ew. I cannot imagine. Ew. David. Ew, David. <laughs> Don't watch me while I sleep. <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I fucking hate this girl, though. <gasps> mm -hmm. Fucking bitch. Like, she's just bitchy anyways. Yeah. Right? Like, she's just not... Oh, but she nice. thinks she's so <sighs> witty. And what she and says cool. about the drawing that... Yeah. Charlie pisses me off. This is me off so bad. Because, first of all, before we know anything about anything with charlie she's clearly different mm -hmm. so like how about just be fucking nice well she's in a special ed class as well right how about don't be like, a little twat just be compassionate and we don't use the fucking r word no no we, we don't, don't use don't. that word we don't use that word ever 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 i hate it me too it yeah my blood boil yeah and i just wanted to fucking smack the shit out of her Oh, sure. yeah, she's such a fucking bitch. I, <sighs> I, I just feel so bad for Charlie, though. He's like, go eat cake. Just go get the cake. Go eat the cake. It's fine. Right. And she's just alone eating the cake. And then she can't breathe and get in the water. She's like, oh, God. When she comes in and she's like, I think my throat's getting... Oh. This fucking suspense in this scene is so. And then he's like carrying her. And I know. He's like, it's okay, like, Charlie. Like, we'll be in the hospital in a second. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, why don't they keep an EpiPen on her at all times? Yeah. Wait, but, well, they. Yeah. It's because it's the Illuminati said not right. to. Mm -hmm. It's all part of it. Yeah. It's all planned. And it's all planned. Actually, he misses a couple calls from her. I wonder. If she was calling, you forgot the EpiPen, like, be careful be. or something. Could be. But he didn't answer because he's getting high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't yeah. do drugs because you die. And yeah. you don't have sex because you yeah. die. Yeah. You get pregnant. Yeah. You, die. you will the, die. <laughs> the score right here, um, <sighs> as he was driving, 
reminded me a little bit of Sinister. Oh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. I had the same note. I had the same Interesting. note. Yep. It happens a couple times in the movie, actually. I was like, oh, that sounds like Sinister. Yep. It's good. Because it's, it's just, so just intense. like, holy shit. What's going to happen? And she's like kicking. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Since, no. since she walks in that room, I feel like until he mm-hmm. is, until, honestly, until Annie finds that her, her you don't breathe. <sighs> you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. <sighs> the sound the fucking noise yep mm-hmm. it's just so um final mm-hmm. 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 i think even, like you just know as soon as you hear it you're like mm-hmm. oh i think even before that when she's like it's like she's trying to escape her body like yeah. like kicking and and her acting here is amazing yeah yes mm-hmm. so intense so intense and when he just like is just frozen oh. and he like goes to look at the rear mirror and doesn't. <gasps> yeah. I love I love the cinematography right there because the yeah. camera like moves so quickly, mm-hmm. like he can't even look at no. it. So good. His reaction here is Haunting. incredible. Oh yes. And how here he like almost says are, are you are you okay? Like yeah. he wants yeah, to say yeah. like, Hey, are you okay? But he can't even yeah. utter it out enough. Mm-mm. Like because and knows. the way his voice cracks. Yep. Oh fuck! I just can't even. Oh my god! No, I just can't. I can't. And then his just my life would end. Yeah. No, truly. Like you know, from then on, mm-hmm. you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked. You're fucked for life. Like there's will nothing. Be a shell your of life a is over. Yep. Yeah. Your life is done. When he gets home. <sighs> and then when she's Annie... like, "Oh, oh, they're home." Yep. That broke my heart. I know. Mm-hmm. I fucks me up really bad actually mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna start crying you make me cry I okay. sorry <laughs> sorry um we could just rush through this um because it is like hard to talk about but the scene of i mean obviously her scream when she oh, finally and the, the probably the scariest um most disturbing haunting part of this whole fucking movie is her and steve in the bedroom together uh-huh. oh yes and she just she can't is, even because you yep. can't in those moments you, mm-hmm. you just oh, you want to crawl out of your skin crawl out of your skin she's just, the way she wails yep. i just want to die watching oh, and again no. believable like you just you don't feel like no. you're watching a movie no you feel like you're in this fucking moment with her no. and like mm-hmm. you know because you've not been there like you instinctually like know that feeling yeah or yes it's it's rough harrowing as fuck harrowing yeah i think that tony collette deserved an oscar no shit for this no performance yeah like, yeah the fact that this genre is so completely neglected yeah. by the academy is sickening to me and well, it just shows how stupid it is it's yeah. stupid it's so dumb and this movie should have been recognized in the way yeah. that it yeah. deserved to be it's a disgrace honestly that she mm-hmm. didn't get the recognition that she should have because mm-hmm. my god mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah. her performance is amazing yeah i'm shaking yeah you gave it like goose pimples <laughs> chicken pimples <laughs> And then yeah. the shot of her head. Oh my god! 
Holy shit. Yeah. It's. Oof. Well, and I love too that he, we just see his face laying in bed when we hear her scream when she first finds it. And so you just know, mm-hmm. and he knows, and he knows, and he can't even, he's just face frozen. It. Like no. he can't. I just can't even fucking imagine. He, she thinks everything's fine. And you find your headless oh. child oh. in a vehicle? What? I do hate, what? though, how long they wait to address that they know that Peter did it. Because, like, yeah. I'm like, are they going to... Do they know? Do probably, right like, yeah. as a viewer. But, like, <laughs> it's just this, you can't... How could you mm-hmm. talk about it? I don't even know that I want, like, her to talk to Peter about it. Just, like, even screaming to herself. Just, like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I think with this that I wish was somehow different or some, I don't know. Could have been like, like added or made it a next somehow. level for you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. It's horrific though. I just like that they show Annie grieving the way that she does versus Steve. Cause I mean, obviously he's grieving too. It's his child. Mm-hmm. Anyone that loses a child, like I, I can't imagine what that's like. But I think it speaks to mothers and how connected mm-hmm. we are to our children. It's just mm-hmm. different. I'm not saying we love our kids more. Right. But to carry that child, it just creates a different bond. And I just, mm-hmm. and, I want to die too. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think the conversation they had just had of who well who's gonna take care of me and then now she's gone and it's like who's gonna take care of Annie? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, I couldn't even take care of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even do that. Yeah. It's probably something oh I'm sure added on to that. Yeah. The funeral scene it's creepy. And I think too like the fact that it's all sunny and beautiful and there's the juxtaposition of this like horrible, awful tragedy is just unnerving. I like that they didn't make it rainy. Right. Yeah. It because bad shit happens even mm-hmm. on sunny, glorious, beautiful days. Cause mm-hmm. that's just it's the way the world the works. Circle of life. Like it's just yep. it, the world keeps on turning and bad shit happens every fucking day and it's fucking sad. Deep, yo. And you can't control it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> deep. It's getting deep. <laughs> Anyways, we can I'm ready to move on though. Is everybody ready to move on? Yes. Okay. People gather at the Graham house for Charlie's wake. Steve enters his room to find his bed empty, and we see the word Zazas scratched into another wall. He then goes through Charlie's sketchbook, and we see that Annie is sleeping in the treehouse. The next day at school, Peter sees a flash of the rearview mirror, and he and his friends smoke weed under the bleachers. He has an episode and says that his throat is getting bigger. Annie watches him from her car as he arrives home that night, and she drives to her group counseling session. When Annie decides not to go in, she is stopped by a woman named Joan who tells her about her son and grandson who passed away recently. Annie speaks for the first time about Charlie's death, and Joan gives Annie her phone number. Back at home, Annie leaves Steve in bed to go sleep in the treehouse again. Peter is laying in bed when he hears Charlie's tongue clicking sound and gets all freaked out. The next morning, a flyer for an open seance is pushed through the mail slot in their front door. I had a thought. Okay. And it's just in general with people's 
funerals and stuff and it kind of reminded me of papa's like memorial service that we had Mm -hmm. why do we feel the need to do this after a Mm -hmm. funeral to have all of these fucking people in our house eating food and sitting on our furniture and making a mess why it makes me a little bit angry Mm mm-hmm what is it that makes you angry that they're just like, oh, well, I'm hungry now. Let's eat. And right. they moved on. Right. And that and it's like, it's their job to, to try to take care of these people. Right. Uh, when they're the ones suffering the most. And it's so, not in any way memorializing this person. It's just like, okay, so we had this funeral. So now we have to have all these people over and feed them. So when I, um, at my friend's funeral, his mom wanted nothing more than to have all of his friends there and to mm-hmm. talk about him and to make his favorite food and for all of us to like that's what she wanted she mm-hmm. didn't even want us to leave i think i understand what you mean in like the traditional sense mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. the expectation of like yes it's the expectation ceremony it's the implication, right. it's mm-hmm. the implication. but like rather than what do you want what right. do you need right now you want us mm-hmm. here okay like let's mm-hmm. do that absolutely but yeah yeah, people shouldn't i understand both sides people shouldn't feel like they should have to do that form basically after a tragedy yeah especially a tragedy like this that's so sudden and it's their child like it's not not like when her mom died like she'd been sick she was old it was kind of like i don't want to say easier but kind of right the shot that shows i think it's uh steve going into her room mm. right yeah mm-hmm. the, again with the, the cinematography and the color palette choice because when we first are in charlie's room it's warm and inviting and her oh, lights are yeah. on and whatever mm-hmm. and now it's just cold and dark and yep life empty it's lifeless mm-hmm. and when he goes to the sad. sketchbook and sees the last thing that she drew and oh my god i love that part yeah. too because yeah. again, like they're showing us, nobody has to say anything. It's it's just very mm-hmm. clear. Like she's never going to draw in this notebook mm-hmm. again. And then he just well, sobs. Oh, yeah. And it's those people. that you don't think about until that person is gone. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. Mm-hmm. And especially because he was that. the one <laughs> that he was the one that closed her sketchbook and the funeral when mm-hmm. she was drawing Annie. He was like, "Oh, oh yeah, it? let's pay attention." Mm-hmm. And now he's yep. probably like, I wish I had just let her fucking draw whenever she wanted. Yep. It's tiny little yep. things like that. The guilt just mm-hmm. like seeps uh-huh. out when you lose yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. You guys. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Do we need like a check in? Like, are no. we all okay? No. This is why. <laughs> this is why I didn't need the fucking. Di- didn't need fucking Illuminati because this movie is hard as shit already yeah we don't yeah. need mm-hmm. that layer yeah and so yeah. i kind of like well f- i don't but then i don't think that it takes you know away what, from though? it it's not a horror know. movie then yeah it would be a drama and it, it, i don't think any of but that they... takes away from the grief and from all of the hard mm-hmm. parts about this movie no i don't think it does either i'm just saying like you could have I, enjoyed it without all that yes you honestly. enjoyed it without yeah. even knowing all the yeah. other shit yeah even right. with the mm-hmm. stupid shit at the end we'll get to it i still <laughs> said nine out of ten yeah yeah, yeah. So, nine out of ten. when peter is at school he's just like a shell 
Why is he mm-hmm. at school? Oh, this poor babe. He needs to do mm-hmm. some uh-huh. soul searching and some and healing. And when he asks, his, he asks his friend to hold his hand. Mm-hmm. Oh my when god! He's out, I'm like, oh fuck, my heart. Because mm-hmm. you know he's not getting any kind of. Ooh, tell us consoling at home no 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 yeah whatsoever and he's just alone and guilty and yeah mm-hmm. right trying do to t- process do- the grief and the guilt right yeah. right do tell elaine so his friend uh with the dark hair and the bun mm-hmm. is in the attic at the end of the movie oh interesting no no he's fucking not he is Holy and shit. i always i always thought to myself Sure, this is all planned. It's the cult, whatever. But how the fuck did they know he was going to be at that party unless they were going through his phone, talking to his friends? How did he know? How did they know that they were going to be driving down that road? How did that symbol appear on that telephone pole? It's because his friend was in on it. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Ooh. I fucking hate that yeah. so much. That's so upsetting. You can't upsetting. trust anybody in this movie. Nope. You can't trust no. anyone. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I need to watch That's this movie. Crazy. I know. I need to watch it fucking again. My god. <laughs> yeah. Every Holy time shit. there's something new. Like, I didn't know that until this last time that I watched it and I started doing some research. I didn't find that out myself, I will say. Someone That's else pointed crazy. it out on the internet. And then you're like, oh, you're like, holy shit. But yeah, you can totally see. It's oh. the hair. Wow. So. Yeah. Um, Annie waiting in her car. Oh. Tony Collette is beautiful, but she has a creepy fucking face sometimes. <laughs> she does. Like, just. Uh-uh. Just creepy. It's unsettling. Sloppy. And she watches him. Like, she doesn't even move. Just her eyes move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just. Ugh. And I wonder, I'm like, okay, is she doing that almost out of, like, she feels like she has to make sure he got home safe? Like, even though she, like, hates him right now, she needs to see, okay, he's home, he's good, I can go do my shit now. Still, like that, I don't know, because I'm like, why is she doing that? Why is she creeping? Yeah, she must just be waiting. Right, but like doesn't she wants want to the confrontation. Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And his fists before he yes. walks into the yes. house. Oh yeah. And he lets He's preparing so himself. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's feeling it, but no one is talking about it. Mm-hmm. And how oh. could you? And how could you find it in yourself to fucking forgive your child <sighs> for mm-hmm. killing your other child? Like. Mm-hmm. Well, and like on and on Peter's end too. Like, not only does he have to like grapple with what the fuck has happened, but to then have to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. How could you ever fucking admit to that out loud? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's why he does what he does when it happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He can't face it at all. Not when it happens. Not when he gets home. It's just like, no, it didn't happen. That mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go to bed. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's sick. it's really heavy for a kid. I mean, it'd be heavy for anybody, but this movie is heavy. Mm-hmm. It is. 
And then fucking Joan. My Joan. next note was fucking bitch. <laughs> Zach was like, oh my god, people at these groups are like so nice. And I was like, no, no. Zach. Uh-oh. No. No. You pay attention. No. Don't Re- trust that bitch. No. no. Nobody's that nice. I'm it's too coincidental. If no. someone's that nice to you that you just literally don't even know and they they're flag you something. down, no. they're Goodbye. hiding something and even you should not trust that. If you bitch. know someone and they're that bubbly and nice, so they're hiding something, okay? <laughs> True. Don't trust nice people. Don't trust bubbly nice people. <laughs> I, I don't trust bubbly nice people. I people don't. that are fucking nice all the time. I'm like, who are you? The only other thing <sighs> I had to say in regards to the scene, because Annie goes to bed, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously the marriage is just falling mm-hmm. apart at a rapid pace and like she's lying there and then the second he touches her she gets out of bed yeah it's oh, like poor Steve. and i get she's going through a lot too but like he's he's, he's reading too yeah and yeah. he fucking needs he needs her and she mm-hmm. just it's like she just could not give a fuck about him yeah at yeah at all and it's so sad to see it's yeah. so really sad, sad. I do like that they have her sleep in the treehouse, though. I know. Mm-hmm. That's heartbreaking, too. Mm-hmm. To be You know, to be to close her. to Charlie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. So sad. Um, are we where in Peter's room real quick? Real yeah. Quack? Real quick. We can real be quack. there real quick. When he hears the tongue. Nope. Nope. No. Because you can't. You can't dismiss that as some other noise. No, exactly. Like that's why creak in your house. I've heard like, that. Oh, you know, it's just the mm-hmm. just the wood settling. Like no, no, no. And when he like kind of sees a shape that could be her, and he like, <gasps> yes, like we've all been there oh, where you hear a freaky there. fucking noise and you like scared the shit out of yourself, and you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck was that? Yeah, it's eerie. So okay, if Charlie isn't Charlie and Charlie is Payman. What is Charlie's spirit? Is Charlie's spirit payment? I think it is payment. Yeah. I think okay. every time anything manifests, like with the glass, the flame, when she's at Jones, I think the whole time it's payment. Okay. Cool. Just want to clarify. That. Stop doing it. I hate the sound now. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm going to take my headphones off. It's so scary to me. In my ear holes. In In my my ear holes. Are you guys ready to move on? Yeah. 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 Annie is working on her miniatures again. She reaches for a paintbrush and a bottle of paint falls over onto Joan's number. Annie visits Joan's house and she tells her that her welcome mat is similar to the ones that her mother used to make. Annie then opens up about when she found Charlie's body. Joan asks about Annie's relationship with her son, and she tells a story from when she used to sleepwalk. She had doused herself and her children in paint thinner, and she woke herself up, standing over them, striking a match. Back at the house, Annie has created a miniature scene of Charlie's accident. When Steve sees this, he becomes understandably upset. The family has dinner together, and when Peter pressures Annie to say what's on her mind, she loses it. Peter blames her for Charlie's death, and she storms away. When she gets to Jones and she sees the welcome mat, the welcome and she comments mat. on it, and she's like, "Oh, my mom used to make ones just like that." And Jones like, "I went. She eyebrow raised. Isn't a little that bit. funny?" <laughs> I said, "It's a little more yeah. than funny, bitch. It's a little more than funny. Ugh. Like those are really also, unique. 
very unique. And very so unique. Here, she even sees it and comments mm-hmm. on it. So why the fuck did she not mm-hmm. even read the first, more into it? Even the first time that I watched this, I was like, bitch. bitch. Something's up with Joan. Yeah. Suspish. <laughs> did you all notice that when Annie reaches for the paintbrush, there's a little ball of light to her I left. didn't notice that. And when she reaches for the paintbrush, her hand does not knock over that blue paint. I did notice that. It falls on its own. And I thought oh, that was shit. fucking weird. Oh. So You're Penguin's like, hey, of- don't forget, call Joan. Mm-hmm. You reminded me of Dracula <sighs> when the ink spills <sighs> yes. over Mina's picture because yes. his shadow knocks it over. Yeah, I did notice that. And I was like, I thought maybe I just watched it wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm. Eek. See? Mm -hmm. See, you get, nope, you're not in control. You think Mm -hmm. you're in control? Mm -hmm. You're highly mistaken. Mm -hmm. Gravely mistaken. You said, Joni is the fakest bitch. Joni. Joni. So the story that she tells. Joan about her sleepwalking and waking up covering the kids in paint thinner. Do you suppose it was like a inherent like self-preservation kind of thing? Like she wanted to save her children from probably the fate they ultimately succumbed uh, to. Well, and, and she, herself. She talks mm-hmm. about with Peter later in her dream that she didn't want to have them. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he was like, why do you, why do you hate me? And she's like, I love you. Like, I was trying to save you. Like, yeah, she was, yeah. She just knew. Inherently, like, she knew that they were doomed. Mm -hmm. And I understand how that would create some serious mistrust between Annie and her kids. Mm -hmm. Especially Peter, because he was older. Yeah. And understood more than probably charlie did also charlie probably didn't care because she was painting so she's like "Mm, she was a bitch of the devil (laughs) she was a bitch of the devil wasn't she Mm -hmm. yeah hey you can't really move past that kind of shit like you need some serious therapy right yeah the dinner scene scene. oh Oh, my goodness also Annie's being okay. a little passive-aggressive with her newest miniature. I feel. I feel that that yes. was rude. What do you mean? Like, for the husband, too, how fucking upsetting would that be? Like, right. to make no. it, I think, was kind of rude. And then he's like, what if Peter sees it? And she's like, it's not about him. The fuck it's not about him. Mm-hmm. What does she yes, say? Yes, yes. It's a... Yeah, it's a neutral view of the accident. Is yeah. that what she says? Yeah, mm-hmm. like no, yes. it's fucking not. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Mm-hmm. No. I, I said, oh, so they are aware that he did it. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, there's some. <laughs> you know, like Forty-five minutes yeah. later, yeah. And like we talked about earlier, like this is clearly this is how she processes things and her traumas right. and her grief. But come on, my God. Yeah, Steve's reaction, bad. though, you is... You don't make a no. miniature diorama of your child being decapitated. I don't give a fuck how artistic you are. You're not doing that. No. 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 And I love Steve's reaction mm-hmm. to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, at this point, Steve's... He's done. <laughs> he's yeah. like, 
God, her, you just, you feel the energy of the room in this entire scene. Like you're just. The dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love there's no music. Nope. No music. And this I is liked. one dinner scene that I like that there's no light. Because mm-hmm. every other yeah. fucking movie, there's just one goddamn <laughs> light bulb in the whole fucking house. I know. But oh, I yeah. actually, it adds to the mood in an appropriate way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Her facial expressions. Oh when Holy shit. It's all quiet. Fucking weird. Peter compliments the cooking and Steve says, thanks, buddy. And she's like, <laughs> she like scoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The like, fucking face on your like, fucking face. Yeah. Like that fucking face off your fucking face. And God, she just has pure hatred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard to watch. I love that she says nobody admits anything they've done. Cause it's like the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But then he also goes, he's like, what about you? Mom? Exactly. What about mm-hmm. you, mom? It goes with everything that everybody, everybody. Yep. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. so fucked up. Yep. Ugh. And the face that she gives him after he says that mm-hmm. is like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I can't. Um, when she says the fucking face on your face, mm-hmm. I think that this kind of relates to later with Peter in the classroom. When he sees his reflection. Oh. And it smiles <gasps> oh, at him. Oh. <sighs> I hated that scene. I know. I no, like, scene. it's stupid. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, I liked it. <laughs> we'll get, we'll we'll get there. Close. <laughs> but, I was like, okay. Yeah. Literally, just for this scene alone, I feel like Tony Collette should have gotten an award of I some mean, kind. Yes. Just 100%. This I mean, and the fucking crying, honestly. Yeah. Just the crying. Yeah. The screaming and the crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally wrote Actress of the Year. Honestly. Yeah, the- but that's why those fucking awards are bullshit anyway. Yeah, right. for real. And her, her, I mean, her deliverance of, like, all of it. It's just mm-hmm. all, all so it. fucking good mm-hmm. and scary. Mm-hmm. And nothing scary is even happening. Right, mm-hmm. like she's just the hatred that she has for him is mm-hmm. like, oh my god! And the way yeah. he just sits there and he just stares, he like doesn't even really blink. See, that's what I'm saying, man. He just sits there petrified. This is a horror movie. We haven't got to anything. Mm-hmm. To me, this is <laughs> fucking Illuminati. Yeah, um, I do love when she gets up and leaves, and Steve just grabs Peter's hand. Mm-hmm. And then he also grabs his face, and you can just see him mm-hmm. sobbing. It's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, poor Steve. Yeah. Poor Steve. Just like he seriously, he didn't do shit. Mm-mm. He's just everything is crumbling best. around him, and yeah, he's trying his best, and just no one gives a fuck about Steve. No, nope. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah, you do. One of them? You love yeah, yeah, I do. yeah. Okay. Annie does some shopping at a craft store and runs into Joan in the parking lot. Joan tells her that she attended an open seance and the medium was able to conjure her grandson. Annie thinks she's full of shit, but Joan invites her over to perform the ritual and prove to her that it was real. At her apartment, Joan lights a single candle and gives Annie the instructions for the ritual. 
Joan calls to her grandson, and then the glass on the table moves on its own. Annie feels a presence in the room, and something blows air on her face. Joan's quote-unquote grandson writes on a chalkboard for her, and Annie has had enough. As she leaves, Joan gives her the candle and the ritual instructions so she can try it on her own. As Annie drives home, she hears Charlie's tongue click behind her in the car. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. This, you had me until this. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. where I... Oh. Yeah, because you don't like ghosty shit. And... No. I just... <laughs> God. Joan just does such a good fucking job at reeling her in. Because Annie... Mm-hmm. Yes. Annie is... Yes. Here. She's like... Bullshit. No. Bullshit. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, but no. she's like, no, I get it. I understand. I had the same I thought. Like, and you yeah. know what? She's so good at seeming like such a loving and caring person. And the way that she invades Annie's space oh and my touches God. her. Yes. yes. I hate her it. back toward her. Like, ooh. I had a note. I was ooh. like, bitch, get your hand uh-huh. off me. Uh-uh. I said the way she keeps she grabbing backs her, her arm up to the chill car. Lady. Even. Like, yep. Yep. Ooh, I hate it. Yeah. And hate it. did totally you notice? The chalkboards in Joan's trunk. No. no. As like she just bought them because it's all fucking bullshit. Right, because it's oh god. Right. She doesn't have a grandson or a son that died. And no, uh-huh. none of that's real. That's wild. Yucky. And see, this is another thing, another theme throughout is the lengths grief grief will take people. Yeah, you know what I mean, and yes, how scary that is. What was the other movie that we had? Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, right? Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The lengths to even, which we go. Yeah, because even if you're not a believer, whatever, you're like, okay, well, I will do anything I'll to feel any that presence chance again. Like, I'll see. Why yes. not? Why not try it? Right. right. Which what do you at have that point, yeah, do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't believe in that shit, but. Yeah, I get it. I don't want to cry. Yeah. But yeah, I... No cry. No cry. I was in this... 100% in this movie, and then the fucking chalkboard, I was like, no, I hate this movie. (laughs) I just... I I liked it. It creeped me out. (laughs) This is a creepy seance scene. (laughs) When she feels the presence blow past her. (sighs) Oh, yeah, nope. and her fucking hair. and yeah. Yep. Nope. No. And her reaction is so real. She's looking under the table. She's like, what the yeah. fuck? This is, That's exactly what I would do. Why are you doing this? And I love... Fucking half of <laughs> air. Ooh. Yeah. No. And I love when she's like, okay, I want to stop. And Joan's like, what? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah, she kind of breaks character for a second. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's like, like oh, we can't Joan, stop. what? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the feeling that Annie gets when she's like mm-hmm. overwhelmed and kind of whatever, that was kind of how I was feeling when um, we, when Kayla, we were doing the tarot with grandma the mm-hmm. Saturday before everything. Yep. And wow. yeah, mm-hmm. it's just weird. Do you know what hmm. I connected this with? Was remember Lorelai that one time that we did? We were sitting in your oh, living room with the pendulum. With the pendulum, yes, ma'am. Okay, you guys. So we were doing pendulum work one time. I spooky. shit you not. We were both there. Mm-hmm. 
I think you were holding it. Asked a question. It's moving. It fucking stopped and like, went the other way. Ooh, mm-hmm. it like oh. completely stopped. Completely and then, stopped. And then, oh yeah, that was what? What? I don't remember what we were asking. I don't remember what we talked about, but we were both so fucking freaked out after that. <laughs> we were and we like the lights off. The candle was going, and we're like, oh, uh-huh. okay, fuck this. No, we're Whoa. done. We're done Turn here. On the lights. <laughs> yeah, it was so spooky. Because, like, weird. yeah, it'll swing, whatever. But the fact that it literally stopped and purposely changed direction was fucking weird. It was creepy mm-hmm. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she hears Charlie's tongue click yes. in the back seat. Oh! I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure. Oh! Yeah. And that one, that jump scare gets me every time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it's done, bitch. Like, I think there's music before the tongue click, yeah? And then it stops, yeah. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it stops after we hear it. Uh-uh. And fucking Joan, she was like, you didn't kill her, Annie. Oh, yeah. She mm-hmm. isn't she gone. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. No. 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 Do you want to move on? That was a quickie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That night, Annie has a nightmare. She sees thousands of ants crawling on her bed and into Peter's room. She follows the ants and sees that Peter's head is completely full of them and stands in shock. She wakes up to see that Peter is okay and they have a dreamlike conversation about their relationship. Suddenly, they are both drenched in paint thinner. Annie strikes a match and as they go up in flames, Annie wakes up for real this time in her own bed. She gets up and recites the words on the paper given to her by Joan. Annie wakes Peter and Steve to show them the ritual. Steve is very resistant and she begs for him to be open to it all. They hold hands and Annie calls out to Charlie. Peter starts to feel scared and feels a shift of energy in the room. The glass slides to the other side of the table. Peter really starts freaking out now and Steve shuts the whole thing down. As they argue, a glass door breaks. The candle shoots up a massive flame and Annie becomes possessed with Charlie's spirit. She growls softly and suddenly starts speaking and screaming as Charlie. Steve splashes water on her face, and when she snaps out of it, she has no idea what's just happened. Why ants? Um, hmm. because Charlie's head was covered in was fu- you know. That's kind of what, what I thought. I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. That's what I thought, at least. Yeah. This was so. That was wild. Mm-hmm. And he just wakes up. Yeah. That was crazy. And mm-hmm. then she's like, "Is Charlie here?" Oh. Mm. Oh my god. And her horrified face. Mm-hmm. Just the, frozen. The silent yes. scream. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, the shit she does yeah. with her fucking face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. I never wanted to be your mother. <gasps> and she just goes. Uh-huh. Like and she just keeps like pouring it. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the first time I watched this, I was like, what the fuck? Why is he so wet? And then I saw her and I was like, why is she so wet? What yeah. the fuck is happening? <laughs> why is he so but wet? Then, but then it all makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like your subconscious really communicates to you. So maybe your subconscious is saying, you got to talk about this shit. You got to mm-hmm. air this out. You need some therapy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when she wakes Peter up and he says he was having a nightmare, I suppose it was the same nightmare. <gasps> Yes. Oh yes. my god, I have goosebumps. Mm-hmm. It totally was. Mm-hmm. It totally I, fucking I think was. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had to have been. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. 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 Yucky. Nope. 
Don't like that. Oh, <laughs> guys. Don't like that. Uh-uh. Um, nope to all of this. This is why I do not fuck around with Ouija boards and that extreme kind of divination shit because you don't know what the fuck you're letting you're conjuring. in. Mm-mm. No. I like when she shows the paper to Steve and he's like, what language even is that? Yeah. <laughs> it just I... it kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Like, it's still very serious, but it was just like, yeah. He's like, standing here like, what the fuck is, what are you talking about? I hate mm-hmm. when people say, what even is that? What even is that? So, what even well, is that? Actually, oh, my, it's he wrong. didn't even say, what even is that? He said, what language, what language is, is even that? that? Yeah, that's what he said. It's so, that. Like, it's so yeah, it's very improper. Me. Yeah, it when is people improper. say, "What even is that?" When they're standing around the table, and um, Peter is like, "Do you feel that? Like the air flexing? Oh, the air flexing! Ooh. Yeah, you that just feel well, like yeah. the energy around you." And you know what I kind of felt was that because Steve doesn't feel that, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck is going on?" That's because he's not part of the bloodline. Oh. Because it's hereditary. Mm-hmm. When Charlie takes over Annie. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And she's like, Mom. yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. Yes. God. And again, with her delivery, it's just fucking creepy. It's Peter so is... creepy. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. It's stressful. My one critique, honestly, I think it's probably my only critique about the whole movie. I really hate Peter's mm-hmm. cry. Me too. Oh, it's really? so forced. Like, oh. Yeah, I'm not here for it. I kind of like it because it's almost just like so childlike. It's childish. Mm. It's infantile. Yes. I don't like and it. so, but I like it because, because he's just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked it. Yep. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, that's sure. fair. The scene is just scary, like with the fucking the flame on the candle and the the shit smashes and then like Charlie takes over her body. Like it's just it's intense. See, this ghost sort of stuff doesn't bother me because it's not it's showing kind (laughs) It's more realistic than the fucking chalkboard shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a something's breaking over uh, without like something's fucking floating in the air. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it just seems more <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when Annie wakes like snaps out of it and she's like, what happened? Yeah. And Steve no is idea. just done. Like he yeah. just, just is so over all of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. intense anything else that was all i had peter is back in class and is clearly out of it he watches a ball of light flicker over the classroom and into the cabinet next to him when he looks at his reflection it is giving him a sinister smile back he hears the tongue click and quickly exits the classroom annie and steve argue on the phone about peter she then receives a call from the gallery asking about her exhibit She gets angry and destroys all of her work. When Steve and Peter 
arrive home, Steve comments on the nasty smell in the house. That evening, Annie hears scribbling coming from Charlie's room. She finds Charlie's notebook, the pages are flipping, and pictures are appearing on their own inside. Peter wakes up to the tongue-click sound and sees Charlie standing in his room. Her head falls off and turns into a ball rolling toward him. Hands appear from his headboard and start pulling aggressively at his head. He wakes up and sees Annie and then accuses her of trying to pull his head off. She asks Peter not to tell Steve what he saw and that she's going to try to fix it. We see the pictures in Charlie's notebook are all of Peter crying with X's drawn over his eyes. Annie decides to burn the book but catches herself on fire when she tries. The fucking dog incessantly barking. Oh yeah. I cannot. Did you mute? No, but I... (laughs) Yeah. I did not mute. The smile. Oh, I like it. I like it. It freaks me out. I just think it would be so fucking terrifying. Like, for... Yes. To see that, like, to see you, but it's not you. I think it's definitely spooky. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Reflections scare me in general, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always have this fear when I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Like, I won't look at the mirror because mm-hmm. I'm afraid mm-hmm. it won't be me. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I will not do it. Yep. I'm like, no, like, it'll be you, no, but no. like not doing what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ick. Yeah. Ick, ick, ick. I refuse. I don't like it. Nope. When Steve calls her. Or whatever, and she's like, "He's my son too." Oh, I'm yes. like, "Well, you don't fucking act like it, bitch, yeah. at all." Yeah. And he hangs up on her, so she calls him back, like just to hang up on him. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this makes again sense. no communication. And I love when she gets a call from the gallery, and she's like holding the chair, mm-hmm. and then it just and breaks just in her snaps. hand because she's so like, fucking- yeah. Tense. Tense. Fun fact. Shit on that room. Oh, she does. Uh, The guy who calls is Ari Aster. Oh, yeah, a little cameo. I love that. I saw that he was included in the crew, and I was like, or the cast or whatever. I was like, fucking where? Like, yeah, fucking where? Okay. Yeah. I like that Steve comments on the smell in the house. Mm -hmm. Yep. Before we know why. Mm Hmm. Yep, and And it's so subtle too. Like, yes, yeah, it's just like in passing. Like, oh, what does it smell like? Uh Mm -hmm. And when Steve finds her in her workspace and sees what she's done, we get like a zoom in on Peter's miniature room Mm -hmm. where he's in bed without a head. Without a head. Yep. So then, did Annie make that? Yeah. She and must like, have. fucking why? Like, why? New? I don't know. Maybe it was like part of her nightmare or something, or she just hadn't gotten mm-hmm. to it. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he's the one sleeping on the couch after their fight. Like, why is he uh, on the couch? Yeah. yeah. Again, She's going to be in the treehouse anyway. Man. Right. <sighs> mm-hmm. and, Charlie, and then when Charlie. Charlie... <sighs> Oof. No. Nope. And her head just falls off. Yep. Well, and like the way they do this is so creepy because they're not just like in your face. Whatever, like. Oh no, they're yes. shadows. So they're just subtly 
there. Just there. It's so it's creepy. It's so good. It's so creepy. Just spooky. Spooky mm. spook. And then when the hands grab his head, that part oh, makes yes. me Yes. And then he thinks it's uh, his mom. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why'd you do that? And all of the drawings are just him crying with his eyes with X'd out. Yeah. Ugh, creepy. Hate this that. is when I made note of it's hard to tell what time of day it is, though, because the lights are so bright outside. If it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. I think, like, maybe really early morning. Yeah, if like anything. dawn. It's just hard to tell because it's now throughout the movie that I noticed that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly didn't really have anything else. I guess I have more for the next scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. The next day, Annie goes to speak with Joan. She doesn't answer the door, but inside her apartment, there's a bunch of creepy shit happening. Her table is full of Charlie's toys, candles, and a triangle etched in the table with Peter's picture in the center of it. Annie notices again Joan's welcome mat and rushes away. At school, Joan finds Peter and starts shouting words at him. She's expelling his soul from his body and tells him to get out. <laughs> Annie goes through her mom's things again, and we see the welcome mat similar to Jones. She also finds books about a demon called King Payman, along with pictures of Joan and her mother together. So unnerving. The way she's standing right inside of her bedroom so that she can see mm-hmm. out of the, her door, but he can't <gasps> see her. Yeah. Staring mm-hmm. at him. Yeah, so creepy. Ooh, God. And why is she doing that? I don't know. I don't know if she's just like freaked out and she knows that she's fucked up by messing with whatever this was. And so right. she wanted to make sure that he like got out of the house okay or like that he wasn't possessed or something. I but the cinematography when Joan is walking in the yes. hallway or when Annie's walking in the hallway of yeah. Joan's apartment, it's like upside down and follows her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That shit's good. Yeah. Joan's house is a little crazy here. Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. so eerie with the fucking ritual on the table. Mm-hmm. All laid out like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's just creepy. And the music, I noted the music mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Joan finds Peter at school. Yes. That's fucking creepy, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I would Peter. So I noticed in this scene when he's looking at all the different mats that her mom made, that she has one that says Annie, and then she has one that says Charles, mm-hmm. not Charlie. Well- she wanted me to be a she boy. She wanted me to be a boy. So mm-hmm. is that about it? Yep. That was okay. her husband's name. At the beginning with the eulogy, we see that her husband, Charles. Oh. And then when Charlie was born, she was probably named after him, but he, Charlie was supposed to be a boy. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that was. And all of that makes sense, sense too, too, with her wanting her to be a boy. Because mm-hmm. then they don't have to use Peter as the male host. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. It's so eerie as she's looking through the photo albums and sees all the pictures of her mom and Joan and like how mm. elated they are in all of the pictures. 
And the, it, the one picture of her mom, like having the coins rain down on her. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Fucked up. So eerie. Like you're doing all this for so what? Scary. You know, like. And I like the that we do get more insight into King Payman. Mm-hmm. Now makes sense. and he's like, like the the king of mischief, right? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. And that kind of makes sense why what happens later when Annie gets kind of tricked with the book, you know? Yep. You yep. thought. <laughs> you yep. thought. You know? <laughs> yeah. The drawings of him are so creepy. Mm-hmm. I love it. Me so- too. Jones swindled you, bitch. Sure did. Don't trust mm-hmm. a hoe. Mm-mm. Never trust a hoe. <laughs> At school, the light finds Peter again. Steve receives pictures of Ellen's desecrated grave, and Annie ventures into the attic where she finds her mother's decapitated body. At the same time, Peter is hearing the tongue click from all over now. His body becomes contorted, his face frozen. He slams his face down on the desk, and when he finally snaps out of it, he falls to the floor screaming. At the house, Annie is waiting outside in the rain for Steve and Peter to arrive. When they do, she helps carry Peter inside. She tells Steve about Joan and her mother in the attic. He blames Annie, believing that she is the one who dug up her mother's body. She begins to beg him to throw Charlie's sketchbook in the fire, and when he refuses, she throws it in for him, catching Steve on fire and killing him. Annie cries, the light comes over her, and she becomes possessed. We get a shot of the house at night and see naked people standing all around it. Naked. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Annie is like going to the attic or whatever, and there's all those flies. I just said that means the devil. Have you ever seen any? Mm-hmm. It's the devil. The devil. Mm-hmm. Right? The flies, fucking... always devil. Yeah, always. The way her body is. Yeah. Oh, and, God. And distended, and I just can't imagine the smell. I just, what the mm-hmm. fuck? No. What the fuck? The smell. How do you not have a dead body in your attic? I mean, right? I've never smelled a dead body. So I feel I, like you would know, though. Like, it must be the most foul smell, you know? Like, you would know shit's not right. It's not the trash. Right. I imagine it's the way, like, rotting meat smells, but, like, way worse. Way more heightened. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah, it would. you'd be like, why does our house smell like, like this? Like, what the what fuck is, is that smell? Yeah, like, maybe let's yeah. figure out what it is. Let's investigate the scent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the light Peter sees at school. God. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the hallway in that room. And it's so subtle. Mm-hmm. It's so subtle. But it's like, that's grandma. And she's like, come here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, it's grandma? I think. Oh, I thought it was oh. his teacher. I thought it was oh, the teacher. See? No, I thought and it was. And so I was like, oh, even the teacher isn't on it. Cool. Well, I thought his teacher was just saying, come on, time to go to class. Oh. See, I thought it was Oh, interesting. Because there's like nobody there, and then all of a sudden she's just like there. And she's Mm. like, "Mm -mm, come here. Ew. This is so upsetting. (laughs) Everything about it. Um, Him slamming his face down. Yeah. Hand is stuck. His hand. Mm, Yeah. And his face. Ooh, you know some good acting on that kid's part. I don't know. It might be. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's him. I don't know. I don't know. 
Do you know what his hand looks like, though? Mm, yes, but no. Tell me. No. It looks a whole lot like King Payman's staff that he holds oh. in the drawings in the book. Yeah. And then just mm-hmm. right on the desk. Mm-hmm. Holy just, shit. Yeah. Could you fucking imagine being any one of those kids oh and seeing that? Like, oh my god. Yeah, because you can nope. tell he's no. beyond fucking terrified. Right. Like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way he screams and like falls out of his chair yeah. and just yeah. And then he tongue clicks before he slams his face down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. The next note I had was just Steve. <laughs> I was like, this Steve. poor fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Just fed up. Because she's losing her sh- Like, you need right. figuring all this out. Right. She is. But he's from her right. and her bullshit that he's like, I don't fucking care. Like, care it's anymore. all crazy bullshit. And again, if she had communicated with him, because he's like, no, that's what you were doing. You said you were going to the movies, but no, you dug up your mom's body. Mm-hmm. You know, if she had just told him the truth. Yeah. But yeah. Then he wouldn't be second guessing her. <laughs> it made me laugh mm-hmm. a little bit too before he goes up to the attic. And she's like, no, but there's more. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you mean more than your mother's headless body? Of course there is. Of course, of course there is. is. Yeah. made me mm-hmm. chuckle. I was like, oh my god, Steve. You're so relatable. <laughs> yeah, same. yeah, he is. And the then, only, I don't like his screams. No. Yep. in When yep. he's on fire? No, when he's in the attic and he finds your body. Oh. Yes. I might. Because it's very mm-hmm. like, but they're little, it's like theatrical. Like, Ooh. I just don't like it. Um, it's crazy too because Annie, Annie thinks that she has it figured out, and she still she doesn't. doesn't. Have she it still figured doesn't. Out. She still doesn't. Mm-mm. And she nope. never will. Nope. It's she like she's saying real quick. Mm-hmm. It could have gotten there, but no, nope. it's out of mm-hmm. her control. Too little, too late. Mm-hmm. This is another part where I felt like her acting, I mean, throughout the whole movie, it's so good. But when she's pleading with Steve to, like, listen oh. to her and to please help, mm-hmm. so good. I was like, just throw the damn... <laughs> just humor your wife. And she's making, like, the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she was, but... Oh, I just really like... This is when the light... I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I didn't mind it throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. but how it just... Goes across her face and then she's just deadpan. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chilling. Chilling. That part is so fucking creepy. Yep. For her to switch like that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and- from here to the end of the movie, I was just like, mm-hmm. it's so creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so creepy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My last note was ick all the naked people. So. It all, all the naked people. It <laughs> yeah. all the naked people. No. I don't remember the okay. naked people. Outside, and they're, like, all kind of staggered around the house. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm ready, ready ma'am. Mm-hmm. Peter wakes up and looks around his room. Annie is hiding in the corner of the ceiling and floats away as Peter turns around. He then moves through the house, finds his father burned downstairs, and we see Annie hiding in the corner behind him again. 
Peter sees a naked man standing in the doorway. We hear Annie jump down and she chases him through the house. He locks himself in the attic. He sees the outline of where the body was up there with his picture in the middle. Suddenly, Annie is levitating and sawing off her own head with a cord? Thread? Unsure. Wire? Wire? Peter sees more naked cult members and jumps through the window and dies. We hear Annie continue sawing until her head hits the floor. The shadow of her body leaves through the window and the ball of light enters Peter. He moves into the treehouse where cult members surround the bodies of Ellen and Annie as well as a statue with Charlie's decapitated head attached. Joan calls Peter, Charlie, crowns him, and tells him that he is now King Payman. The cult members all chant, Hail Payman, and the credits roll. Hate. Capital. <laughs> her floating. So much. Yeah. Oh, it creeps. Oh, I God, it scares me. Stupid. Same. It scares me, too. It. Um, no. I don't like what her floating the- out of the room. Is that mm. what you're talking about, Grace? Yeah. When you see her leave. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that part either. But when Peter wakes up and you see her like this in the fucking in the corner. corner. In the corner. Yes. I'll yeah. allow it. No. No. Through the oh fucking God. room. That that a little, I get it. I get it. If I were him and I were moving through that quiet ass fucking house, I'd be turning on every single goddamn light. No ever. shit. Yeah, I get he's on edge, but turn on some fucking lights. Like, uh, obviously something's wrong, but like, let's scary the lights on. I did right. Yeah, I imagine though that he could feel the change mm-hmm. in energy, just the unease and like the the wrongness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. ooh, I can't imagine, like just waking yep. up and knowing something is not right. Mm-mm. And it's silent. 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 So quiet. Um, mm-hmm. I love the detail of the dad's hands when he's burned because that mm-hmm. is really what would happen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. They did an amazing job. Yeah. With him. Mm-hmm. How they made him look. Could you imagine the smell? Oh. oh. No. I just said poor Peter. Poor fucking Peter. Man, this poor kid just is fucked. He's yeah, just and fucked. there she is again. Oh, and <gasps> running after him. Oh my god, that part every time fucking scares me. <gasps> oh, when her so head is fucking banging bad. on that. Oh my god, nope. Uh, no, no, no. The that head is banging creepy as fuck to me. Yeah, on the just... fucking attic door. Yes, yes. Like, it's so like fast. yeah. Oh. And she's off oh. the ground because mm-hmm. it's the fucking attic. Like, are mm-hmm. you? Sh- I was shit. So shitted. I have when he sees, you guys. When he sees the fucking naked guy behind him and he just stares at him. Ugh. And he kind of smiles. Like, but then he turns his head at Annie's right fucking there and yes. runs at him. Because like, what, Fuck what, all what that. did you do? You Fuck just turn around. Your dad's burned. He's dead. You see this naked guy smiling at you in a door. Like, what the fuck? I'm not a fan of how he says mommy. mommy. I, I, I like the mommy. Into, I didn't like I it. I don't like it. I kind of like it. I thought it was. Because that's again, he's still a kid and he's I like know, reverting back to infancy. Kinda. I don't know. I just wasn't into that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get that. And then um, he's like drooling and shit. I oh, did I like that. that. Having a, I do like that. Right. Yeah. So I always use 
subtitles. Oh. We talk. You guys all do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Squelching oh. is my favorite subtitle adjective. Squelching. Squelch. It's a good one. Flesh squelching. Yeah, because that's what it was before oh we see God. Annie, but we oh, hear the it. Fi- and the oh, and the sound that that makes too, and she's yeah. just staring at him. Ooh, it's it's good. You guys, when she starts going real fucking fast. Hmm. Mm. Sawing her own fucking head off. Ugh. Are you uh, yeah. shitting me? Her eyes Shitted. and the blood. Oh. Shitted. No. <laughs> I said I would have yeeted myself out that fucking window too. Mm-hmm. Bye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me talk about the window. Mm-hmm. The effect. Such a terrible special effect and the sound. Like the movie oh. was so good. Special effects, everything, even her floating in the fucking window, you know. Whatever. Yeah. I hate I hate it, but whatever. That was so cheesy. That's fine. Yeah, I did yeah. notice that effect. I, I yeah, went back I and I was like, wait, is that really the fucking sound they're going to use? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I can't. It's on her head off in the fucking... No, I, oh, I it's just, so terrifying. So then, is this the part where his friend is in the attic too? With the, yeah. the, the buns or whatever? That's crazy. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Treehouse, not attic. Treehouse. Treehouse. Okay, okay. If I said um, I attic said, earlier, I totally meant treehouse. I said, damn it, the dog was dead. Because it wasn't barking anymore. I know. So you kind of got the feeling. I know. At least it's just I a very really quick glimpse. I, it is yeah, we don't see glimpse. anything, really. No, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Is that Jesus? <laughs> when I first saw it, I didn't get it either. Yeah. Yeah. No. Jesus? Jesus? Yeah, no. It is not Jesus. End, Quite I the opposite. That now, yeah. And I said all the dead people are doing the yoga. <laughs> the fucking, before we get to the dead people yoga or the whatever. Um, when you hear her, the thud of her head. Oh, oh God. I love that we just hear it. Yep. And we know we yep. don't have we to actually it see it. Mm-hmm that goes over his body mm-hmm. and then it's just this her headless body going up to the attic mm-hmm. so then that's three heads right that's the three heads yep Interesting. that King Payment is holding in that picture mm-hmm. that's crazy I don't know what the, what the heads are for him, you know, like why they're so important. Why three and why yeah, heads? I don't know. I don't know. It's just interesting. That's a wild ending, man. It is. And I love that it the camera zooms out of the treehouse to look like a dollhouse kind yes. of again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right how it started. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the whole build of the score here, the. Yeah. Stop it. Please. That was beautiful. Please mm-hmm. stop. Please. <laughs> um, so much of it reminds me of the, the ending to Midsummer, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, you right. know, because yep. it's so, like, bright and, like, lively almost. Mm-hmm. But so fucked. like, it's like a celebration, time. but it's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I feel like that's just, like, cults in general. It's right. Like it's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so fucked up. Yeah. Um, 
on a light note to this scene though because they're all naked and they're all just like bending <laughs> doing the naked yoga behind each other's butts like the amount of like <laughs> junk you would just see hanging down like An if ass you were to Oh, Your favorite word, Kayla, the shmegma? Shmegma. Shmegma to the max. <laughs> like, they're just all... Ugh, it's so yeah. gross. And, they're and then cherry music. Joan. Yeah. Although, oh, Joan. I did notice the only one wearing, like, clothes. She's in, like, a robe. She had a better... Yeah. Uh, 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 well, because it said um, the, the grandma talent. was, like, queen. Agent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so I wonder if Joan is like a she took over. Right, she's the like queen adjacent. So she gets, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she gets better treatment or different uh, privileges. Privileges, yeah. It was probably also Ooh. that actress didn't want to appear naked, and yeah. so they just made That's it. Work. Yeah, like a better agent. Better agent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well. well if you're still with us Hello, Payman. Uh, oh, God. Payman. that was a good Joan thank you I, hate it. I think I did a pretty damn good score too if I do say something I think that was beautiful that can just you be did. the music yeah, in the episode <laughs> oh perfect oh my god I'm literally talking about that please stop it right away I'm sorry. I don't like the music it scares me <laughs> You know, I love. I, 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 I know. It. I know. I do love the music. I do love it. I love the bells and the trumpets. It's fucking terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Yay! <sighs> we made it. Um, audience, it is eleven p.m. <laughs> We've we been doing this since seven p.m. <laughs> been here since seven o'clock. You're welcome. Lots of technical issues. Oh, so many. <laughs> But none of you guys will be aware of. So it must be nice to be you. Lucky you. Sorry if we're booby here. Oh, shit. (sighs) As Lorelai says. (laughs) Well, that's the fucking movie. Isn't it? Well, shall we? Please. What's the gore gauge on this? What'd you guys give it? Not terribly gory. I'd no. say like a two. Oh, what? I think I would definitely give it more than a two. I mean, Charlie's yeah. head. Just Charlie's head. Yeah. yeah it's just her head. There's no, like, blood everywhere. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree that her head is nasty nasty, but like there's not like spurty spurt of her guess, blood from her right. neck. But and we, we, got, we got um we got uh fucking Peter hitting Annie his face. He got a little bit of blood there. Annie decapitating mm-hmm. Annie herself. Straight up decap I mean we get I feel like we it. get close up of her though. It's yeah. not just like from mm-hmm. far away. We see the flesh yeah. tearing and the blood squirting I mean, out. The gore that's there is fucking great but i, think I just don't the think only that there's two. a lot of it not overtly gory i could see i could give it a three but i wouldn't go i would give, give it at least a three. three i'll give it a three do we count burned bodies is that gore what is that no i wouldn't because I, I think that kind of goes i guess with the head where it's like not yeah 
even I though I don't know that last maybe it's just because I'm a I was gonna say I'm a bitch but <laughs> I'm not like I can handle gore but like her mm-hmm. fucking song off her head is like I can't I can hardly fucking watch it yeah no it's so, it's, it's I mean, the brutal. imagery it's of it yeah mm-hmm. I I will do a three even though I feel maybe a four okay Okay. But I'll okay. settle we on do a three, three and a half with the majority. I'll, okay, three and a half. I'll do three and a half. Yeah. It just, yeah, I feel like it just, you don't even need the gore in this movie because it's Mm-mm. just fucking terrifying. Like, it- yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But it, so we've answered that pretty- question too. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 100%. Love it. Love it. Unanimous scary. Okay. Grace. Yeah, history time. Um, okay, so I don't have a ton, and I shared a little thing <laughs> earlier. Uh, released in 2018, written and directed by Ari Aster. Um, he's done all the A24 films, Midsummer, and there's a new movie coming out um, this year called Disappointment Boulevard, which looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Lots of people in it, including Parker Posey, who I just freaking love. Um, this one is his first movie. Ari pitched this movie as a family tragedy, not just a horror movie, which I agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's how mm-hmm. I took, you know, like before I realized it was fucking Illuminati and shit. Um, <laughs> he said that he got a lot of the inspiration from a very long title for a movie called The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. Oh, sure. Okay. You know, that one. The, I said it's the longest movie of uh, a title of a movie ever. <laughs> um, he said he thinks of this movie as two parts, the beginning being a family tragedy and gradually curdles into a full bore Ooh. nightmare. Yeah, I oh would agree. God. Yeah. Curdles. Yep. Curdles. Oh, like that's that. all I got. That's amazing. Very nice. Ari Aster, I mean, is a genius. This whole mm-hmm. movie, like I said, mm-hmm. a fucking masterpiece. It's yep. beautiful mm-hmm. and terrifying. Well, and I think it's interesting because he directed your favorite movie, Elaine, and he directed my favorite movie, Midsummer. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. And he's a smart like, guy. Aries energy or whatever the fuck y'all say. <laughs> you know, no. he's got some kind of energy. He's got like Shall we guess? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't I know. Think I, I don't think he could be I don't I don't know either. I'm gonna Google it though. I have it right here, his birth chart. He is Unknown. Just kidding. He's a cancer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be funny. Of course he's a cancer. Of course I he is. I almost wanted to say like Pisces, but he's, he's water. emotional mm-hmm. and he's deep. He is There's emotional. A lot of layers. Yeah. He's an ogre. He's an ogre. Um, and he's, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, right on. That, uh, thanks for the history lesson. <clears throat> Elaine! Behind the scenes! Oh my god! You guys, this is my favorite movie. Okay, so this film had a budget of $10 million. Um, it made, I don't know, it made just over $44 million at domestic box offices, and it made $81.2 million worldwide during its wow. theatrical oh performance. Oh my god! Yeah. Holy shit! That's made amazing. a lot of money. Good for them. Um, Ari Aster wrote detailed biographies and backstories for all of the characters before even writing the screenplay. 
Oh, wow. That's like, that is very extra. Like I applaud mm-hmm. him for it, but damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I mean, it, I mean, I feel like to get the kind of depth that we do, you would totally have to, like, you got to get all that shit out, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Collette was kind of the outsider of the main cast. Gabriel Byrne and Alex Wolf had worked together on a movie previously, and then Alex and Millie Shapiro knew each other from school. And so Tony Collette was the only one that didn't have some sort of connection, which kind of worked for like her alienation of her mm-hmm. own character within the family. I like that. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Ari Aster requested that Alex and Millie go out mm-hmm. to eat together in character. They would sit together for up to three hours while Millie wouldn't speak a word and Alex would try to get her to talk, which kind of helped them develop the burdened relationship that they had in the movie, which is kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Tony Collette apparently doesn't actually like horror movies, which made her hesitant to take the role in this film. She only acted in the 2011 Fright Night and Krampus because she saw them both more as like dark comedies. Oh, more than horror. Interesting. I really like this. Millie Shapiro said that her definition of horror is anything that makes someone look behind them and really realize what it means to be alive. Ooh. That was kind of cool. Alex Wolf said in an interview that he hopes this movie traumatizes people, that he thinks that's kind of cool. And Ari Aster said he has all of this sickness inside of him. And he wants to put it into everyone else. He wants to poison people's oh. brains and make something that oh, lingers shit. with them. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's a little dark. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Okay. And then I have a couple other hidden details that we can talk about. Okay. So in the book that Annie finds about King Payman, right? It talks about yeah. how the target for possession must be in a vulnerable state. And I guess it talks about this certain herb that has to be used to make people into this vulnerable state to put them there. So I believe that that is what the woman rubs on Ellen's lips at the beginning of the movie. Mm. I believe this is also why Peter has a reaction when he's smoking the weed because he's with that guy who ends up in the treehouse at the end. That makes a lot of sense, actually. And when Annie is at Joan's house and she's drinking the tea, she pulls out a weird herb from her mouth. That's probably what that was, too. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Actually, I had meant to ask about that when we were talking about that scene. I was like, what was that shit she pulled off Mm -hmm. her lip or her tongue? I forgot to bring it up, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe that's what that was. And then finally, the bells and trumpets music at the end when Peter enters the treehouse mirrors the mythology of payment as these are the sounds that appear when he comes to Earth. Oh. Yeah, the end. I like that. Awesome. Nice. Super cool. Good shit. So cool. Lots of fun. Lots of facts. (laughs) Lots of creepy shit. I like it. So then is payment like a real (laughs) thing? Yeah. Yeah, I Googled it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Love that. That's comforting. He's more known uh, as uh, Prince Payman. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. Sweet. All right. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kayla. Soundtrack score and ratings. All right. So, the score was composed by Colin Stetson. 
he hasn't done a ton of theatrical scores. He did do the new Texas Chainsaw that we oh. all did our little review on. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. And he oh. also did a video game, Red Dead Redemption 2. Zach was really excited about that. Oh, yeah. Max, Max <laughs> for our, excited about our that gamers. Too. There you go. Um, <laughs> But he's also a Canadian-American saxophonist, multi-readist, and composer. He's based out of Montreal. Um, he collaborates regularly with, like, several artists in different groups, including Arcade Fire, um, mm. Bell Orchestra, Bon Iver, and XI. Oh. Um, in addition to saxophone, he also plays clarinet, bass clarinet, French horn, flute, and cornet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So is that um, what it means by multi-readist? Right. Imagine. It must, yeah. Because he plays many a reed. <laughs> right. Many, many a, a reed. Woodwind. Many a woodwind. <laughs> woodwind. Um, nice. There's lots of interviews with him about Hereditary because it was like his first major horror score. Um, he mm. said in an interview that there were some nights where he'd be working on it and find himself listening to sounds in the house in a different way than he had been. He said, I felt a palpable discomfort Mm. and was like, what the fuck is that? Then realized I'd been in hereditary world every day. Oh, God. Yeah, I believe that. He said when asked just about the tone of the movie that it's very subtly disturbing, the kind of emotional horror that's hard to pull off. I mean, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was asked about any like sounds or influences he tried to avoid. And he said anything to do with strings and synths, which are the two used pretty much exclusively for yes. horror scores. Wow. And I, I, I love that. love that. Yeah. He said, I had to get the job done, but I wanted to do so in a way that wasn't recognizable. So I tried to achieve certain effects you'd traditionally get with a string ensemble, but using non-traditional instruments. Um, I guess the PR team wrote like a press release for the score and they made a note saying that he relied on a massive string ensemble, which he thought was funny because most of it was him playing and layering enormous amounts of clarinet. He didn't wow. use any string. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> wild. I love that question. Yeah. What he chose to ignore or like, yeah. uh, yeah. avoid, avoid. Yeah. yeah like that is, though, it is in beautiful. everything. Yeah. Right. Um, he pretty much, he created the score entirely on his own. Um, the chanting and like the singing that you can hear throughout is all him. Wow. Um, and when asked about like, what Ari wanted and the direction he wanted him to take, he said that there was one thing he wanted to express. He wanted it to feel evil. Oh my God. Oh, it does. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. So that's what I got on the score. Fantastic. And then our ratings, we have 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 87% on Metacritic, and 3.5 out of 5 for an audience rating. Those are really high compared to, like, all over. You know what I mean? Especially for Metacritic. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, hats off. It was well-received. for me. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, All good right, shit. Well, nice. Yeah. Lorelai. Okay, everyone keeps coughing. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, stop coughing. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, as we said, this movie was filmed in Utah. 
Um, but the house was constructed, like the inside of the house was constructed completely on sets on a soundstage in Utah at wow. like the film studios in Park City. Mm-hmm. Um, and they needed to be able to remove the walls and ceilings in order to shoot the rooms like kind of adult how they have in like the beginning and everything else so that's why they use primarily a soundstage for that yeah yeah so Ari Aster wanted any effect that could be done practically to be done that way instead of like CG he was very adamant on practical effects which is pretty awesome yeah me too um the head of special effects and miniatures was Steve Newburn he worked on not a ton of horror, but um, like the, his three main ones that he's known for was Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, and then Resident Evil Afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, they Inception, wanted... Inception, I can see for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Originally, they wanted him to just be like head of like special effects and makeup. But after reading the script, he really wanted to work on the miniatures. He was like, who's doing that? hadn't hired anybody yet so he was like i want to do that amazing so he took that on as his job very cool yeah um and then the special effects team had to learn how to do effects they had never done before like the candle lighting itself during the seance Mm -hmm. couldn't find out how they did it apparently they hadn't (laughs) done it before so that's fucking cool they did a good job (laughs) to make the chalkboard right on itself team put a magnet in the chalk and then put a magnet on the other side of the chalkboard to make it kind of move around and write smoothly and apparently they also did something similar like this in matilda oh so yeah (laughs) that's just what i found in my research so it's been done before at least and then for the big scene with charlie's decapitation Mm -hmm. they used an animatronic puppet with a collapsible inner skull Mm. And they originally had the car mounted on a track, but they just couldn't get the effect quite right. So they had an actual car going at 60 miles per hour with the puppet hanging outside of the car. And then it actually hit the. Oh, my God. Snapped off. Yeah. That's wild. Mm -hmm. And then they molded another head to be like the decaying math for what we see Mm. with like all the ants in Mm her eyes and everything right on the side of the road yeah Ugh. very cool i found some cool fucking pictures mm-hmm. of all this that i'm definitely gonna share yes, on the gram yeah awesome because it's kind of <laughs> cool seeing how they stage it all behind scenes and yeah. um behind the scenes and then i couldn't find a whole lot of facts and mm-hmm. tony collette's decapitation but there were photos so i'm gonna share cool. the photos because cool. those are all great cool nice dude love it so much that's my shift you guys, thank you for enjoying yeah. this with me. This is my favorite movie. Yeah. Oh my god. I love yeah. this movie. Yeah. I feel passionately about this. I love talking yeah. about it. Yeah. But no, no this is a great episode. I fucking yes. love this movie. Me too. I'm so happy for you that we got to do it. Because I know this Me means too. so much to you. It does. And I've been waiting for so long. So I'm so <laughs> glad. So long. Well, you can go ahead and wrap us on up, Finally. Okay, um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Next week's episode is Lorelai's pick, Friday the 13th. <laughs> if you're not following us on Instagram, all the socials, we are Gore Girls Podcast. We're the only ones. Welcome. Um, you should definitely check out our Patreon. 
patreon.com slash goregirls if you have a hard time accessing it through the link. We do have a link tree in our Instagram bio, and it'll take you right there. Uh, But we have video episodes there and some bonus content, really exciting stuff. Um, As always, wear your SPF, drink your water, wear your fucking shoes, and lock your goddamn doors. And probably don't join... Um, a cult that requires you to behead your family members. Thank y'all. Yeah, don't do yeah, like do be not. naked or be <laughs> naked in public. Just, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-mm. and maybe communicate with your partner and your family yeah. and like don't hold grudges. I don't know. And like yeah. if you're allergic to nuts, keep an epipen on you at all times. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. Oh my god. Yeah. And don't keep be making epipen. your kids go do shit they don't, don't want to do. Your kids nope. do stuff. Yeah. Don't do don't, that. Uh-uh, none of that. Especially a fucking high school party. Therapy. What the fuck. <gasps> Therapy is therapy. huge. So passing on family trauma and mm-hmm. guilt and stuff. Let's break the cycles here, people. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, really. Podcast sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> <laughs> um, not a sponsor. I wish we were. <laughs> God. Well, okay. All right. Love you guys so much. Bye. 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 Yeah, I'm done. Too. I'm done. I'm, I'm tired. Love you all. Good night. <laughs>